This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world. Built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold right here with the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv slash gold. Folks, 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 thank you so much. I hate to keep having to do this at the beginning of the show, but I always like to before I forget. Um, the show is growing, folks. Uh, yesterday was our biggest day ever for people tuning in and listening. Uh, and let me just say, for my own personal reasons, obviously wanting to reach as many people as possible with this information, and then also position, uh, positioning this show uh, in a place where this is all I have to do. I want to spend all of my time, other than being a husband, and a father to my coming child, I want to be doing this all the time. I want to be able to read books, do research, listen to podcasts, and analyze the technocratic transhumanist state all of my time. This is what I love doing. 
this is what I've wanted to do for quite a while. So we have to grow the show a little bit more before we get to that point, folks, because at the end of the day, I'm 41 years old and I do have to put food on the table. So please keep sharing this information if you find you're getting value out of it. Obviously, if you're tuning in, if the show is growing, then people are getting value out of it. I don't think people listen to this just for the entertainment value, although I could sit around with other friends of mine and do a comedy entertaining type podcast, which I want to do and I'm working on the concept. We're almost done with the studio to do a more entertaining morning show, but it's also going to focus on technocracy. It's just hopefully going to grow into something that younger folks will want to listen to. And we're going to focus on the dangers of the technology coming our way. I might even call the show Stranger Danger or something like that. Make it like a Sesame Street. Uh, We'll have little puppets of Bill Gates. Hello, everyone. This is Bill Gates here reporting live for the end of humanity. You know, stuff like that, folks. So we're working on that. But thank you to everyone who's been sharing this, tuning in, uh, listening. There's a lot of loyal folks out there, and I do appreciate that. If you have not left a five-star review and a comment over at Apple Podcasts, please do so. As of right now, and this appears to be an industry norm, about 65% of folks are listening on Apple Podcasts. So that really helps us. A lot of you have done it. If you had it, please, please just take a moment of your time to do so. And then to everyone who has joined pain.tv slash gold, that is where we host the ad-free video version of this podcast. And uh, when I have a little more time, we're going to start doing more premium content over there as well. Don't worry. I've mentioned it over the last month, but we are working out some of the technological glitches over there so that I can do uh, premium content on pain.tv slash gold. So if you join there, you get access to the ad-free video version of this show, the Dustin Gold Standard, as well as Mike Moore's show, the mothership, Thomas Payne podcast and then you get access to a facebook like app a community of like-minded folks obviously it's not an echo chamber people definitely argue over there but they share information back and forth and everyone has different interests to some it's the scams and the schemes to some it's politics to some it's technocratic transhumanism to some it's freeing themselves from the matrix as much as possible so they're focused on gardening they're focused on canning they're focused on indoor growing they're focused on basically figuring out how to become more self-sustaining so it's a great community and i want to thank all of you over there who have been sending me information both in private messages and tagging me in posts don't worry folks in my notebooks over here and i'm just going to put it up on the screen this is just one little notebook here full of information uh for my shows i've got another big pad in front of me and so as you send me stuff i mark it down i add it to my notes on my phone i've got over 1000 bookmarks of stuff that i'm researching and reading about late into the night sometimes i'm up until three o'clock in the morning just 
following what Maria Albanese, co-host of Thomas Paine Podcast on Friday, sends me. She sends me 10 links a day, uh, stuff that relates to the show, stuff she knows I'm going to work on, pieces uh, of puzzles that her and I have been trying to put together for the last several years. And so you guys have sent me tons of stuff. And don't worry, it's going to work its way into the show when it fits, okay? Because there's so much stuff you're sending to me. Uh, even over at the Telegram channel. And all the links to um, these things are located in the description of each podcast episode now. All right, so if you're looking to ask a question, you can do that over at the Wisdom app. You can do that anonymously without having to join. The link is there. You can send me information on Telegram. You can send me information via my email, gold at pain.tv. You can get a hold of me through the direct messages at pain.tv slash gold. You can hit me up on the two different Twitter accounts. You can even find me on Facebook at uh, Dustin Gold or Dustin Gold Show, which we haven't used yet, but we're going to soon. And so you can get a hold of me any way you want, folks. Now, let me just tell you, Maria's been sending me a lot of information on what they're doing over in Dubai uh, with this new technocracy that they are building. And so I did a quick search on that last night and was able to quickly connect what they're doing in Dubai to the World Economic Forum. I am on top of that stuff. We'll eventually do a show on that as we work our way back to the World Economic Forum and the industrial industrial metaverse so i will bring in what they're doing they're basically building smart countries and as you know we've covered smart cities in depth here when we reviewed internet of things internet of bodies and internet of senses so we will get into that stuff the point being i had a conversation with maria on the phone today about this uh some of the information that wide awake over on twitter has been delivering us he's appeared on the thomas Paine podcast podcast hotwire before wealth of knowledge knows the markets and he's seen that there may be some scams and schemes and grifts going on that the technocrats are pushing sort of climate change and the move to electric energy and solar panels and windmills but at the same time when you look at exxon and mobile their projections for oil go all the way out to 2050 and there's a lot of projected revenue there uh what i had said to maria is in my mind it, it's not necessarily, and this is just my opinion at this stage, it's not a grift in that they are charging us money for this climate change narrative. The fact is, is that they take our money from us in the form of taxes and we pay that no matter what. That's at gunpoint. They will either seize your bank accounts and your property, they will take your wealth away, or they will send you to jail as we've covered in the interview with halsey english who broke it down and basically wrote a dissertation on all of the tools and the laws and the regulations and the technology that our government right here in the night in the united states can use against us to seize our property so i don't necessarily see it as a grift what i see is that they are using the concept of climate change because they have the young folks 
already on board with that to usher in the technocratic prison planet. When you look at the World Economic Forum, when you look at all of these spin-off organizations, when you look at everything we've covered here uh, from Artificial Intelligence Foundation to Elon Musk's portfolio of companies to Peter Thiel's portfolio of companies to what Bill Gates is doing, Eric Schmidt, former head of Google, to what they're doing inside the government from DARPA to NASA to the CIA, it's not a grift. They are building the this stuff folks now the politicians which are at the surface level which are put there for the purpose of continuing the clown world wwe wrestling uh they grift yeah obviously they get people to donate to them to their various organizations to candidates and such by people throwing money at them okay there are influencers out there that are grifting basically playing to people's emotions and then getting them to send donations or getting them to uh, buy products from them and such. So there's grifts going on within the system, but the system itself is moving forward. Look, the World Economic Forum is not running four, five, six-person panel discussions with the top CEOs and heads of state of the world uh, speaking to an audience of other powerful, influential, wealthy people, either in the public sector or the private sector, although there's no difference at this point, but they're not doing that for uh, shits and giggles, okay? They are doing that because they are laying out the blueprint uh, for what lies ahead. Now, there are some people who will tell you that the World Economic Forum is just the boogeyman we're supposed to look at. They are just there as a punching bag while all this other stuff is going on. My personal opinion, okay, my personal opinion is that the World Economic Forum is for real. They are basically a chamber of commerce. That's how I look at it. So if any of you own a small business, if you've ever been involved with local business, you would either join the Chamber of Commerce and or the uh, like the Rotary Club, okay? And so you would go to these monthly meetings and network with all uh, other small business people, network with people in government, people in bureaucracy. Politicians would come there and glad hand and tell you, oh yeah, don't worry, we're going to get a small business grant for anyone who is uh, uh, opens a new baby store, whatever it may be, right? So I just look at the world economic forum as the international chamber of commerce and what they're doing is they are bringing together uh, all of the powerful and influential folks out there so they are interfacing mainly between what they would refer to as the public private partnership so bringing the government together with the so-called private sector private industry and then they are the connective tissue between the two but also within there is academia right all the universities and the colleges you have all of the trade unions you have the trade associations those are the collections the organizations of let's say all people in plumbing or all people in electrical work or all people in iron manufacturing and so they have a lot of those folks on board then they have all of the so-called private companies and the ceos that represent the telecom companies the biotech companies they have the investors the venture 
venture capitalists, the angel investors, the big bankers, all right? And then they have all the heads of state, and they have a lot of the bureaucrats that are inside these governments, plus elected officials, politicians. So they are the connective tissue. The stuff that comes out of World Economic Forum, either on their Twitter page, which you can go to, it's a wealth of information, or on their website, or on their YouTube account, that's all real to me. I don't see grifting. I mean, they're stealing and stuff, but at the end of the day, they are moving forward with building the technocratic prison planet. They are moving forward with transhumanist Frankenstein technologies. There is no doubting that in my mind. I mean, would you hear World Economic Forum talking about something, a particular topic, whatever it may be, industrial metaverse, and then you go and you do your research into what Verizon is doing, what Nokia is doing, what Apple is doing, what Google is doing. They're all building the technologies. That is all very real. You're seeing it rolled out. I mean, 5G is being rolled out across the world as they're getting ready to roll out 6G next. I mean, all of this stuff is real. Now, when you look at things from the perspective of us, just regular everyday people, you, I believe, will be tricked into saying, wait a second, all right, I wanted the new iPhone because whatever, I wanted a better camera to carry around in my pocket, and I like to take pictures of nature or bumblebees or my child or whatever it may be, and so you're forced to use 5G, but then like me right here in Frederick County, which is a very uh, densely popula- uh, populated area, I could go out and my 5G doesn't even work. Well, what I think is happening, folks, is that the technology that they are building and the technology that we are interfacing with are two different things. Okay, so I don't truly believe that 5G or that Elon Musk Starlink satellite program out of SpaceX is to truly deliver better internet to people, better connectivity to people who live in and around the ocean or up in the mountains or out in rural farmland. That's not what I believe this stuff is for. So we get tricked into believing that the technologies they're building aren't up to par, but I think these technologies they're building are not accessible by us, the regular people. Folks, think about that for a moment. When I get back, I'll explain it, and then we are going to get into the psychedelic programs going on in and around the government. We need to get through this. I need to show you MK Ultra is alive and well. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard, folks. All right, let me just make this point to you folks. 
What I am uh, trying to say here, okay, is that the technology in which you are interacting with is not the technology that they are building, okay? The technology they're building is for them to control the prison planet. The technology that we interface with is something at a lower level. And let me just explain it this way. A lot of you out there listen to Legal Man. If you haven't, you could follow him on Twitter at US Crime Review. His account is sort of in a private state right now because uh, he's had so many strikes against him and bans. He doesn't want to lose his account. <clears throat> Excuse me. But you can listen to his podcast, The Quash, over at uh, Apple Podcasts or other podcast platforms. And legal man, okay, he's been a lawyer for, I don't know, 30, 40 years, and he's kind of discovered that the entire system is a total sham and everything the government says is a lie. And he explains it through the lens of the legal system of which he worked in for 30 to 40 years. But as he says, a lot of people believe that the government is incompetent. And the reason why they believe this is because of all the propaganda that's been thrown at us for many, many years. So if you're on the right and you grew out of listening to, you know, Mark Levin, Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, uh, Dan Bongino, even Glenn Beck to a sense, a lot of these guys, Tucker Carlson, whatever it may be, you've been told for many, many years that the government is incompetent, but legal man makes the case that the government is highly competent. The government is in control of everything, right? You can't do anything here in the United States without the permission of the government. The government has a monopoly on violence. The government can send its enforcers to kill you. And so we believe that the government is incompetent because we interface with the levels of the government in which they allow us to interface with. So we are interfacing with the DMV. I'm talking about regular everyday people. You're interfacing with maybe your police department from here, you know, from time to time. And so we interface with the levels of government that they allow us to interface with. You try to get a form done online or you try to get something from the government or you have to deal with the IRS. It is all very incompetent because those are the levels of government at which we interface with. But when the government is acquiring power, when it's consolidating power, monopolizing power, the government is very competent. In fact, our government, in cooperation with other state governments, in cooperation with basically all of these international bodies, the one world government, right, the new world order, whatever you want to call it, is very competent. That's what we're always bitching and complaining about. We're trying to fight back against tyranny and this dystopian future. This prison planet matrix that's coming, this technocracy, the transhumanist regime that's in power now, that's all government. And so government is very competent. It's just we are interacting with the incompetent pieces of government they allow us to interact with. And so it's the same I see with technology. For the most part, we are interacting with sort of the lesser version of technology, but everything else they're building is very powerful, folks. The prison planet they're building is very powerful. So I don't see what they're doing as a grift. I see that they are 
basically stringing us along until they get to whatever point it is where they want to have their prison planet in place, their metaverse ready, um, their mind uploading. I obviously believe, folks, they are seeking out some level of immortality for themselves. And we've gone into that in depth in this show. And I believe there is going to be some sort of either mass genocide or mass um, sort of slavery on those they allow to remain and those they're going to kill. I don't know exactly how it all works yet. I have an idea in my head that I'm constantly forming and sort of wargaming where they're going to go with this. Uh, but I would say that they are they are definitely doing this. This isn't all for show. Okay, we know the level of technologies they have. They roll out a sock that they convince people to put on their baby, and they're collecting all the vitals on your child. I mean, this stuff is very real, even boiled down to the simplest form, folks. All right, so that's all I'm saying. Now, I just want to put in here, obviously, because I talk about how my wife and I are constantly withdrawing from the system whenever uh, possible. And for each of you as individuals, you are going to have to make decisions in your personal life, right, to withdraw from the system when you see fit. Everyone is going to have a different answer. There is no one-size-fits-all solution to avoiding interaction with the government or living within their prison planet matrix okay everyone's solutions are going to be different we've talked about in the show you can write down your list of options on each of these decisions you have to make so you can actually make realistic decisions okay so for instance if they were going to implement mandatory nationwide covid vaccines or a mandatory covid passport you were going to have to make a decision on whether or not you were going to do that you were going to get a forged passport you were just going to say screw you i'm staying on the farm but each of us have different options based on how we've chosen to live our lives and what we expect to get um in the future you know if we're very materialistic and we want to live within that system we're going to have to give up some freedom and some liberty to live within that system so my wife and i as I've explained several times, basically withdrew, for the most part, from the Rockefeller Medical Complex, all right? We are not dealing with a regular, everyday doctor, OBGYN, for our home birth, okay? Because we are going the home birth route. And so we're dealing with a midwifery. We have a doula. We found one of the last pediatricians uh, in this state probably that does not force the child towards vaccines and everything else that's going on but it took a lot of research i haven't even gone into all this on the show because i'm waiting until after our child's born and then i'm probably going to have our doula on our midwives the doctor we're using a lot of people that we've leaned on in the course of this pregnancy but we've pretty much withdrawn from the system and i've got 
you think I do a lot of research for this show. I've got hundreds of hours into research on vaccines, on using antibiotics in birth in case of you know certain bacteria. And so we get uh, information from a lot of different sources. And even though a lot of these people we're dealing with have withdrawn from this you know, Rockefeller medical complex, they each have different opinions as well. And so then you have backup plans, right? If the home birth isn't going the direction we want, if the baby ends up breaching, if uh, my wife ends up with a fever during birth, what are we going to do? If we have to move over to the hospital system because the midwives will only carry it so far during a home birth, how are we going to do that? How are we going to deal with the hospitals? How far will our doula and our midwife go to being our advocates in the hospital system? So we've had to look through this. We had to develop an entire plan around this. And so that's part of how we're withdrawing. Right now, we're using a series of uh, homeopathic medicines, uh, you know, homeopathic vitamins and minerals via uh, versus like big pharma medicines for certain things. Uh, yesterday, we just ordered, even Marie Albanese sent me some information on a garlic pill she's using. We got access to that. So we're constantly, constantly working to live outside of the matrix. It is very difficult, folks. Wait till I get into uh, what happens if you're trying to avoid having your child tagged with a federal social security number. Uh, from the day that it's born very very difficult each of these battles you decide to take on are going to take multiple hours in your life if you choose to try to live outside of the matrix and so that's why i said you have to write down your options you have to look at the realities of the situation at the same time we're making decisions about how we want to raise our child how much technology do we want to introduce to our child how can we introduce the technology as a tool and not a way of life you know you can't really keep your child uh, completely away from technology unless you're going to go full amish because what happens when your child gets to the point where they have to utilize technology in the real world i'm not saying in school we're already uh decided on the fact that we're going to homeschool and do it through a co-op situation we'll eventually get into that on the show as well but how much are you going to introduce your child to what happens when they're 12 13 years old and they don't know anything about technology and they decide they don't want to live on a farm and they don't want to grow tomatoes or they don't want to be self-sustaining and you stunt their growth in teaching them about technology programming and ways to make money in the future. So all this stuff you have to take into account if you're really serious about stepping outside the matrix or working around the matrix or trying to limit uh, your time with one foot in the matrix. All this stuff has to be researched, has to be thought through, has to be wargamed in your personal life because you could spend all of your time trying to figure out how to live outside of the matrix if it were up to me and i had planned my life differently over the last 20 years i would have already owned uh and and i did not want to go this course uh four or five years ago so i wasn't even thinking this way uh but i would have owned 10 or 15 acres out in west virginia somewhere in the middle of nowhere doesn't really matter the state to me it just needs to be away from people i'd live in a tiny cabin like ted kaczynski and uh i would have very little contact with most humans i mean but now uh i have a wife i have a kid on the way i can't do that kind of stuff all right and i wasn't able to do it in my position 
five years ago. But if your land is paid for, your home is paid for, you're pretty much self-sustaining, growing all the vegetables you need. You might be able to trade with people for meats. You need to make very little fiat money, very little of the monopoly money that everyone gets addicted to. But I could live pretty minimalist, okay? I could live without all the materialistic possessions. I've never been into the idea of keeping up with the Joneses, but that's me, you know, and not everyone is willing to go that direction. So it makes it difficult to navigate the matrix and live one foot outside the matrix if you want the BMW that comes along with a payment, if you want nine flat screen TVs, you know, if you want uh, a giant RV that you can't buy in cash. I mean, all these things come with um, certain sacrifices you're going to have to make in order to live one foot inside that matrix. And I think you'll find the more that you want, the more materialistic things you want, you're going to have to end up living with basically two feet inside of the matrix. So I just want to point that out, you know, as we're trying to uh, present you with all this information once in a while, I do have to interject with my personal stories and things I think about, uh, because I think what happens is we get really heavy with what's going on uh, with the technocrats and the transhumanists. And then we forget sometimes to think about how we realistically can start to develop plans in our life to move ourselves away from that system. But I'm doing it all the time. I know many of you are in your own ways. We're all at different points in our life. We happen to have a kid on the way, so that's our biggest concern right now. Some of you are retired. You're trying to figure out how to live one foot outside the system, how to move your money out of the system, but do it in a way that you don't end up bankrupt or your money just gets blown away through inflation. So if you've got a couple hundred thousand dollars you buried in the backyard and they uh, triple inflation over the next year and all of a sudden your $200,000 is worth, you know, $65,000 in buying power tomorrow. Now, what do you do? So we're all in different situations, but start writing this stuff down. Start thinking about what your priorities are. Think about where you want to live in the next five years. Think about what you want to uh, teach your kids, what you want to teach your grandkids, because as far as I'm concerned, I'm not going to look at this as some giant grift. I'm going to look at it is that the government and these institutions and this technocratic transhumanist world government are... Um, very competent and they are moving forward with the plan so i try to look at what this is going to look like in five or ten years and then how i am going to work around it how much i'm willing to live inside of it how much of my personal freedom liberty and human autonomy am i willing to give up which battles am i willing to fight and now how i'm going to set up my child to live as free as possible in the future and be able to succeed within a world where either they are going to have to merge in with the matrix or on the far extreme they're going to have to basically be a vigilante and train them so that whatever they so choose they can survive within this coming world all right ladies and gentlemen think about that when we get back we jump into psychedelics ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. 